Welcome to the Glover Chat Podcast, a show about faith, family, and whatever fun stuff we feel like talking about. Join us each episode for encouraging and uplifting content, led by your hosts, Aaron and Emily Glover. Thanks for joining us for Glover Chat. And here we are at the official second episode. I did that intro so bad. Did you? It went smoother in my head. Uh, No, I was actually going to say the uh, second official episode of Glover Chat. It better be better than the first or you won't come back for the third. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I wish I could see your, like, cheesy finger point. That's what Carter does. I know. He does the finger Finger guns. Pew. Pew, pew. With a with the click, wink and a click. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, that's funny. And everyone listening is picturing that in their mind right now. Yeah, winking them. Yeah. But no matter what happens uh-huh. in this episode, the big flub can be my botched intro, uh-huh. which I could fix in post, but I'm not going to. No, that's okay. <laughs> Don't do it. That's it's all good. Uh, so we're here for the second episode. Uh-huh. To talk about whatever fun stuff we feel like discussing today. Yep. We have some, hmm. Oh, yeah. You wrote down some notes and you said that if someone narrated your life, who would you want it to be? Random question of the day. Oh. Go. Okay. So if someone narrated your life. Yeah. For you. No, you go first. Me go first? Me but go. ladies first. Mm-hmm. I'm a Southern gentleman. I was raised that you go first. Doctors first. That's not a thing anywhere. <laughs> Just like your salute. <laughs> Listen. No one salutes doctors. I do. You know, they deserve it. So. I'm not saying they don't deserve it, but mm-hmm. it's not right to do. Uh-uh. do I'm doing it. You can't, you can't change me. It's who I am. <laughs> okay. But if you had to have someone narrate your life, mm-hmm. who would it be? And I'm going to take it a step further. Uh-huh. And why? Dolly Parton. <laughs> I'm sorry. She's amazing. I just love her. Okay. She'll never listen to this. But if she does, Dolly, please narrate my life. And. <laughs> I just want to know why. I, because okay, it's Dolly because here's the deal. Parton. Like, I, she's amazing. And I, her voice is the best. Like, speaking voice, singing voice. Oh, okay. I just. She's, yeah. And everyone who loves Dolly is like, yes, she's amazing. I guess I, guess I miss the whole Dolly train. I just. I don't know. I don't know what it was, really. Um, I remember watching 9 to 5 when I was little and then being like, who's that? And then also Steel Magnolias. What kind of parents would let you watch 9 to 5? <laughs> There's nothing bad in I it. Know, <laughs> but I was like, who is that? She's so beautiful. And, you know. So you didn't even know she was a singer. You thought uh-uh. she was just some I just thought amazing she... actress. She is a great actress. Don't hate on Dolly. But, yeah, I think, I'm trying to think of, like, no, I mean, the first song that I heard her do was 9 to 5. Sure. Tumble out of bed and stumble in the kitchen, pull myself. Don't get me started. I'll do it. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> I won't stop. You. I won't. I, I'm. I'm not gonna start you, and I'm not gonna stop you. <laughs> you just go, oh go as the Lord leads. <laughs> That'll be our <laughs> excuse at least. 
Go where the Lord leads you. <laughs> okay, so Dolly Parton. Yes, you she, just would, love she her. would narrate my life. And it would just, even like during like the hard parts. Sure. It would just be like, it's going to be okay because Dolly is talking. Now, here, here's the kicker. Uh-huh. Can you do an imitation? I don't think so. Try it. Um, it's what the people want. I can hear everybody agreed out loud. <laughs> I heard them. <laughs> hmm. Just try. Do your do your best, Dolly, and narrate any moment of your life. I can't. I can't do it on the spot. <sighs> okay. My my imitations cannot be on the spot. We're gonna circle back to you then. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you some time. All right. You know, work on your inner monologue, your inner Dolly log, whatever you want to call it. Uh huh. And we'll come back to you. See, because I can do East Texas, but I don't know if I can do, you yeah. know, Mountain Tennessee. Okay. Well. It's a totally different dialect. Well, that's your homework for the week. <laughs> <laughs> it's my homework. And I'm everybody's not... going to expect to hear it on Sunday. Oh, my gosh. They probably will. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. Um, who would narrate your life? Who would narrate mine? Uh-huh. I, I, the king of all narration. Morgan Freeman. Oh my gosh. That's so predictable. Because he's amazing. Why wouldn't it be Sean Astin? Okay, granted, that's that's a good one as well. You know what I'm saying? Because he has such a good like speaking voice. He does. Ru- for those of you who don't know, he's Rudy and then also Samwise Gamgee. He is. Uh-huh. So, you, uh, I, I would let Sean Astin do it. Uh-huh. But we'd have to hang out mm, first. Of course. You know. Right. Same thing with Morgan Freeman. I just want to hang out with the famous Same thing person. with Dolly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, okay, so Do- I, I will say Dolly Parton, Morgan Freeman, and Sean Astin, all, all of us hanging out, we would have. Oh, yeah. We would have a fun time. That'd be a wild day. That would be a wild day. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I, 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 let, let's do it. If y'all are out there, if you're listening. <laughs> You're I can tell you who's not listening to this podcast. <laughs> the three people who are not listening. Any of them. Okay. None of them. <laughs> That's today's random uh, yeah, fun stuff. Like, right. <laughs> question. I, I literally went to uh, something online about random questions and found that, and I thought it'd be mm. fun for, for, for us to talk about. Yeah, speaking of online, Facebook went down today. What? And Instagram. At the same time, conspiracy theory. QAnon. Now, now listen, I'm not normally a conspiracy theorist, but I am now. Are you now? No. Oh, I'm like, today? Like, that's Think what... about it, though. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so Facebook went down? Yeah. And then what else? Instagram. Instagram. So mm-hmm. what would they what'd they change? I don't know. You remember, like, in the Matrix movie? When they're Did going... Did you see the cat? The, exactly. The cat <laughs> walked by, and then Keanu Reeves is like, oh, deja vu. And they're like, that was good. I, that like, was. It was good. like Keanu was here. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and then uh, Trinity's like, it happens when they change something. Mm. And so I'm wondering, with our glitch that happened today, right? In the f- Facebook matrix, mm-hmm. what did they change? I don't know. Everything. So whoever can, whoever can spot whatever Facebook and Instagram changed while they were down for a whole five and a half minutes. Yep. Um, let us know and you'll win a prize. <laughs> I don't know what that prize is going to be, 
But if you have a good conspiracy theory to bring us, bring it. it, bring it, and if it's good enough, we'll we'll guest spot you on a future show just for fun, <laughs> <laughs> just to hear something weird. Wow. I'm okay with that. Oh, but you know, gosh. there's people who literally, as soon as it went down, yeah, they were thinking, "Oh no, that's it. The government's taken over. The government's They've taken removed over. our memories. It's 1984. Yeah. It's, it's 1984. Yeah, the book, not the year." Is that a book? Moving on. I don't know. I'm not the one that's a doctor that reads. No, you're good. I mean, I read. I'm more of an audible person, so. Right, right, right. Audible books. I listen to books because, you know, the Bible says that hearing is believing. <laughs> does it say that? I don't think it does. No, what is I think it says faith comes by hearing. And yes, hearing is believing. That's it. Is that is that that right? was a test, and you passed it. Is that well right done. before? Is that before or after cleanliness is next to godliness? Hmm. I don't know, but yeah, you nailed it. So you got it. So you, I did. You, you, well done. You passed. I Martin Luthered it. Oh my gosh, that's a uh, that's a Reformation Day joke when he put the ninety five theses mm. on the door. Nailed it. Anyways. Nerd joke. Total nerd jokes. I'm mm-hmm. full of nerd jokes. Yeah. That's okay. But we made it through the weekend. We survived. I don't know how. I don't know how. It was really fun, though. The it wedding, was. The wedding was awesome. It went great. Fantastic wedding. That was a cool place, too. That was super cool. Very, but, very twilighty. Very, like, from the Twilight movie. You know, like Bella and Deadward. Edward. <laughs> Did you see Deadward? Yeah. How? Dare you. <laughs> My wife is now offended because I'm making fun of a fictional vampire. You know what? I he heard you. Um okay. time so, out. Time out. Mm-hmm. Team Edward or Team Jacob? Edward. Go. Edward. All right. But you would say Jacob. Would I? I think so. Do I care enough to pick one? Oh. Do I have to pick one? Pick one. <sighs> Do it. I'll say Jacob just to be different from oh you. <laughs> We've fully circled around to Twilight. Anyways, no, back to the, the wedding the, venue. Yes, the wedding venue. But I was saying that it was like Twilight because during their wedding, they had it. It was like outdoors and it was like really, you know, awesome. Same thing. It's like it was gorgeous. It was so pretty. And I didn't fall. You didn't fall. Mm-hmm. Going down the aisle. Where did you fall last time? I fell <laughs> right before leading worship um, last year when we were doing outdoor, um, an outdoor worship service. Mm-hmm. And so I think it was in June. Yeah. And I had my cowgirl boots on. And yeah, I mean, I ate it. I was out. In front of the whole church. In front of the whole church. And it was just, you heard that like crowd like, oh, like <laughs> the, Everyone, the, they sound, gasped. the sound effect that you hear like, oh, like that's what happened. And they were waiting with bated breath to see if you would get up. I might have said a bad word. you were her. <laughs> I fell like on my face. It was terrible. <laughs> and like scrape my knee. My knee was like bruised for weeks. Is that on video anywhere? I don't think so, no. And okay, that's the thing, because yeah. um, I remember being like, is that on video? And Facebook they, they live hadn't, cast. Yeah, they hadn't no. started recording yet. Good. And I was like, hallelujah. And so, 
that would have been viral. So is, is that like a fear of yours? Falling, going down an aisle? Uh-huh. Okay. Not not going down an aisle, just oh. falling. Like, <laughs> because I'm clumsy. Anywhere. So I fall easily, so I'm like, it's going to happen. And I think it's God's way of making me humble. I mean, I'll vibe with or that. Or keep, keeping me humble, because it's like, you can't be cool when you fall. <laughs> you can. You just got to be really cool. I'm not that cool. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been that cool. That's so funny. he's just making sure. Yeah. He's he's keeping you. Yeah. On the up and up. Right. Keeping the humility in he's check. He's like, you know what we should do? <laughs> Tripper. <laughs> and they all laughed up in heaven. They did. High fived. We all laughed down here on earth. <laughs> you did. No, once people knew I was okay, they were like, bah ha ha. Well, you got up and curtsied. Well, that was the only, I didn't, that was like a knee-jerk reaction. Like I had, I was like, I got up and I curtsied. Just I was like, you're welcome. Steer into it. Thank you. I'll be here all night with bruises to Just lead you into worship. Pro tip from somebody who's on stage each and every week. When you mess up, Curtsy. don't, don't, don't try to get away from it. Uh-huh. Don't, don't try to excuse it or pretend it didn't happen. Steer right into it. Oh yeah. You have to. It's just makes everybody it makes for a good time for sure. But back to the wedding. That mm-hmm. was a good wedding. It was. It was a fun wedding. Mm-hmm. It was nice and quick. Yep. That was. Those are the best kind of wedding. That was super fast. No one likes a forty-five minute wedding. No. Like service, not the forty-five minutes of like dancing and stuff. That's fun. All, all the all the fun stuff afterwards. But like the vows and stuff like that, do it like in fifteen minutes. Like the forty-five minute sermon. No one wants that. Random question here. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard any like really weird like vows that the the bride and groom write for like when they do their own vows instead of just the I do? Yeah, I mean, I, I haven't, I've never heard any weird ones, but I remember hearing as a kid this guy saying, I'll never raise my voice to you. And I'm like, Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> What a weird thing to mention in the past. <laughs> That's the thing. He's like, I'll never raise my voice to you. And I'm like, I was like 10. And I'm like, you're right. <laughs> he, said it, he said it in a whisper, too. He's like, ah, he was, So, like, even if there's, like, a fire, he's going to be like, fire. <laughs> like, in the house. Sweetie, get out. Get out. Hurry. <laughs> get the kids. <laughs> Like, it just didn't make any sense. I'm like, okay, like, if you're angry or, like, passionate or anything like that, like, it just doesn't, I don't know. I was like, that was stupid. <laughs> See, I've never heard, I, I, I come from a world where everybody just does the plain old I do. But I just, I didn't know up, up north if, if that's different. I mean, we have pretty much the same kind of customs in that way, or culture. I figured. You know, there's not anything, like, crazy. Sure. Like, I'll make you Boston baked beans every night. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> but you wouldn't say it like an East Texan. I'll make you Boston baked beans. I'll make y'all you say? Boston baked beans every night with a cup of coffee from Dunkin's. Dunkies. Dunkies. Oh, yeah, Dunkies. Be wicked Dunkin's. awesome. Be, be wicked awesome. Be wicked awesome. Get you a cup wicked. of coffee from Dunkies. Dunkies. Well, you think you're better than me? Oh, my gosh. You sounded like Marky Mark. No, if I sound if I was Marky Mark, I'd be running out of breath. <laughs> it's true. What you think? You think you're better than me? What? We're going to do it like the Italian job. 
Everything I'd see, it's like I'm running out of breath. Oh my gosh! It's true. Go watch a movie. <laughs> go watch. <laughs> go watch. Go a watch movie. a movie. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is getting out of hand. I, I was a lot more tired before we started this. This has totally re-energized me. I, I was slugging through the day. Yeah, I've been. It's taken me until mm, about fifteen minutes ago to recover from this weekend. I'm still not recovered. No. I mean, I got, you know, a couple good, well, well, and also after the wedding, it was like, you know, we had Easter and then I had to go back to work on Monday and then, you know, we had <clears throat> church meeting Monday afternoon and then I had my staff meeting for my other work Tuesday and it was just like something every single day after, I don't know. And then Wednesday doesn't crazy. quit till nine thirty in the and then, evening. Yeah, because we got a lot to do. Stop at church till about like nine ish. Yeah. Um. And yeah, it's just been crazy. Today has been the first day that's been kind of chill. Right. That's why I took the kids and ran to Target. Well, you took the two big ones. You're welcome. Sure. <laughs> I did what I could. <laughs> right. I didn't want to be outgunned. Yeah, Luna definitely outguns. So. Anybody. Anybody. Everyone. <laughs> oh, me. That's fun stuff. That's fun stuff. But they just got done reading their little Bible stories. They did. Mm-hmm. You know, the, so a little side note for any, any parents there that are, uh, our kids are reading their Bible stories. Carter is flying through these little children's Bibles, and I got him the little action comic book bible for like the like little kids legit like we did not have that They're, cool stuff like 30 years ago no like that that's amazing that stuff is awesome <clears throat> but let me give the little caveat it's not because we're those like great parents who are like all right guys it's devotional time it literally was because carter wanted to read yeah he and he, read ge- the, it he was genuinely him. got interested in it right and so i mean we did you know we did read him a couple of the stories and then he was just really interested. He's like, well, why did, you know, he would just ask questions and he was just very inquisitive about it. But he's that kind of kid. Like yeah. he, whenever he finds something that he's interested in, he asks a million yeah. questions. And he dives right in. Right. You know, and he wants to know all about it and all that stuff. And then Luna with her one upper. Dude. Well, okay. So that's where <laughs> that's, but here's the thing. That's it. It has evolved recently. So now, because Carter's into this this thing, because mm-hmm. he's read that he read that children's Bible, yeah, t- twice. Yes, all the way through. All the way through. So I bought him the comic book one, mm-hmm. and when I did that, I did get a little devotional book. That went along I'm, with I'm you, not yeah. against devotionals. I'm, sure, yeah. I'm just saying I'm not always super disciplined yeah, about making not, yeah, sure we do it every for sure. night. But I got him that one, and so now whenever I go in there mm-hmm. to read him the little devotional, as soon as I sit down. And Luna realizes, because their beds are right there beside each other, uh-huh. and as soon as Luna realizes that that we're doing the Bible thing, uh-huh. we're like, I open it up and I'm like, okay, buddy, today's thing is about hope, or tonight's thing is about trust, because they give you a little topic word. Yeah. And she comes, she just throws the one up out there. You say, you do the imitation better than I do. Jesus is a wife. <laughs> <laughs> So I start talking about anything about the Bible, and she's like, Dad, Jesus is a wife. And we're like, wow, yes, that's it. 
well, you just, I can't one-up that. I can't. <laughs> Everyone bow your heads. Everyone, but we're done. The service is over. We're done. I was, Jesus is a wife. <laughs> I was going to try to, and, and what's funny is it's it's every night now. So Every night. Well, because also at school that we've been, um, and she comes to school with me, and I teach music to the preschoolers, and, um, and she's in her own little class with about 10 little girls, and so her awesome teacher, um, you know, they went through the Easter story and all that kind of stuff. And so all the little girls in her class, they're like, Jesus is a wife. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, that's great. But I need to teach you music. You know, let's, let's, let's talk about this. And that they're fixated. They're, they're like, that's the one he's alive, man. Which, Hey, I, I'm not going to lie. If, I mean, yeah. If you got to get fixated on something, that's a that's great a good, one. Yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. That is, if, if you got to know one theological truth, Jesus. That's a pretty good, I mean. Yeah. that That's pretty awesome. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> which, you know, she's three, so she obviously doesn't understand the theological implications. Right. But that's in her little heart now, like forever. But Jesus it's there. is alive, you right. know. That's it, just one of those things that she's just always going to know. It's like fact. Yeah. So and It's fun. It's fun to... But also, too, as I'm trying to teach little lessons about anything else, <laughs> she comes in with, like, the ultimate truth bomb. Yeah. And so, it, you know, it, it's funny. It's pretty funny. We have a good time with it. But So speaking uh-huh. of Jesus is a wife. A wife. I feel like Elmer Fudd when I say that. No, I mean, because <laughs> Jesus is a wife. Uh, yeah, it's how Luna does. But Jesus is alive. Uh-huh. We're recording this the week after Resurrection Sunday. Right. So in church, we are celebrating and remembering the fact that Jesus Christ, truly God, truly human, lived a perfectly satisfying life, Uh offered himself as the perfect sacrifice for our sins, the only way to atone for our sins. Right. Through him, he died on that cross. Uh paying for the full penalty, paying, taking all of the Father's wrath against sin Yeah. so that we are left with nothing but grace in Him. Mm-hmm. He died, He's buried, mm-hmm. and He was raised on the third day. And He is alive. Right. What does that mean to us today? Everything. You know? Expound on that a little bit. Not looking for a full answer, just even a, a thoughtful, you know, we, we celebrate it. Uh-huh. Hey, this happened. Right. And a lot of times you'll see people who come in, again, Easter and Christmas are like those big holidays uh-huh. that they that people suddenly show up, they sure. surge for church, uh-huh. and then they go back out and they leave as right. if, hey, we celebrated the thing now it's done, right? And we go back mm-hmm. to life, well, I mean, back it, to it, our it, normal lives, right? And it is finished, you know. And that is that is even what Christ said. But you know, the what comes from that is that we don't have to pay. We don't have to pay that debt. It's been paid in full, you know. And there's nothing more that we have to do. It's finished. Mm-hmm. He did it. Well, and that was his declaration from the cross. Mm-hmm. Just before he gave up his spirit and died, right? He said that it is finished, mm-hmm. paid in full. Yeah, he paid that, and mm-hmm. so he died. Right, was buried, and then he was resurrected. So he is alive, mm-hmm. and so because of that, right, 
we're justified to God, mm-hmm. right? He paid for our sins, so we're justified. Right. We're made right. Mm-hmm. But now as we continue <clears throat> our lives as believers, yeah. I mean, how does, how does him being alive affect our lives in the day-to-day? It's his spirit living through us and in us because when he left, he left the Holy Spirit and he's in and working in and through us daily moment by moment and so anything that we good that we do is him really ultimately it's the holy spirit moving us to do good and for it's god who works in you both to will and to work for his good pleasure yes that's what paul said Mm -hmm. so anything that we do that is good you know and that's why i even say that if you know people feel any kind of warmth or joy or peace when they're with us or around us that's christ that's the holy spirit that's really not us you know, and um, and it's just the fruit of the spirit being shown. You know, doubt that it's working in us. Yeah. And so let me let me ask you this, even from your perspective and your thought, because mm-hmm. I'm I'm even more so than being technically theologically specifically correct, because you weren't even ready to answer this. You you saw the little sheet before the episode. Um, I, I'm even more just again as a conversation. So what, I guess the, the thought here is what, what does it do for your hope in the day-to-day? The hope in the day-to-day. That Jesus is alive. Like as you're going through every day, as you mm-hmm. went through today, right. as you go through tomorrow, mm-hmm. you know, beyond just, hey, I'm saved, I'm reconciled to God, my mm-hmm. sins are forgiven. Right. Jesus is alive. Mm-hmm. How does that affect your what you do, your outlook, your hope? How does that affect you as a mom, as a preschool teacher right now, as uh-huh. a as a worship leader, as a friend? Uh-huh. I guess that's the kind of the, the thoughts I'm 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 thinking along. Well, it definitely helps just in everything. It it infiltrates every part of my life, especially with you know because I've struggled with depression and anxiety for years and I've had to fight through it daily. And that's just something that I've had to struggle with and fight against. And so the hope that we have in Christ definitely helps me in those moments of panic, those moments of despair, those moments of feelings that sometimes I can't help. They just happen and they just hit pretty hard. And I have to remember that my hope is in Christ and that ultimately what I'm dealing with now will pass away. What I feel, the weight that I feel on my heart sometimes or the burden that I bear, you know, with depression and anxiety, it one day I won't deal with it. One day it'll be gone. And that right there helps a lot. And that, you know, the Bible says to cast your cares on him because he cares for you, cast your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Like ultimately I can't, I have to say, I can't, I can't carry this right now. Mm -hmm. You know, I can't, I can't do this by myself. And that's really us as Christians. That's, that is it. It's, I can't do this without you. I can't do any of this without you. And so you need him. Yes. Every single moment, every moment. And he's alive. Yes. And there every single moment. And he's not only yeah. he's not only alive at 
at the throne, mm-hmm. seated at the throne, right? Um, you know, living forever mm-hmm. to make intercession for us, according to Hebrews, right? But He's alive in us through His Spirit. Yes. But hang on. So you're telling me though, but but even as you and there's going to be some heavy sarcasm, real quick. <laughs> you as a believer. You fully trust and believe in Christ. You mm-hmm. have His Spirit living inside of you. You mm-hmm. know He's forgiven you. Yeah, you, He is alive in you. Uh-huh. But yet you still deal with things yeah. like depression, anxiety. Yeah, like it didn't all just go away magically. No, <laughs> it'd be cool to like sprinkle some pixie dust on it, and you know, it just all a magical thought, any magical little thought, <laughs> you know, you know, Tinkerbell it away, but. That's not how it works. And yeah, no, I mean, it, it, tough stuff doesn't go away just because you believe in Jesus and you have hope in Christ. I mean, it's, you know. Oh, he told us we'll have trouble in this world. But he's overcome the world. So it, it, so that in and of itself helps. And, and really, I think that people kind of nowadays, they're like, oh, you know, they don't see a miracle as God waking you up in the morning and you going to work and you doing things that are really difficult for you to do. Um, But to me, that is the Holy Spirit working in me because if it weren't for him, I would just want to stay home. If it weren't for him, you couldn't wake up. I couldn't wake up, number one, (laughs) period. Right. But to... to function day to day, thinking about people that don't know Christ and have hope in Christ, mm-hmm. how they function day to day, I don't get it. I can't. I can't, I can't, I can't. imagine. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm not saying that that makes everything feel fuzzy wuzzy. Sometimes you just have to. No, I, I'm saying I'm saying know. when everything feels icky sticky, when everything's terrible, right? You know, and and you're you cling to Christ because mm-hmm. you have that hope. Right. And and because everything that he promises is yes mm-hmm. and amen. It's yeah. true. Right. And we can trust in that. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't necessarily mean all this stuff we, we deal with in the day-to-day just goes away. No. And it's like I literally have to say sometimes I don't feel like doing this. I don't want to do this. I am loathing doing this. I... Just everything inside of you just wants to either run away, not do it, procrastinate, you know, just go into the corner, like forever, you know. Um, But you just have to be like, Lord, I can't do this without you. And somehow he helps, you know what I mean? And and so it's like, I can't take that lightly. Like, that's not something like, that's a big deal. And anyone that is listening to this that has really dealt with some heavy depression yeah. yeah, like that's a or anxiety. That's that that's a big deal. I understand you know? it. The way that I've kind of I don't even know if I've ever told this to you. I, I may have. I, I may not. Um, whenever I'm dealing with things that are just too burdensome, uh-huh. just that whole that feeling of being overwhelmed, yeah, by what's going on, or a situation feels so big. I imagine myself like in my prayer and and I even kind of voice it in a way that I that I literally I'm taking it to the throne of God and I'm like mm-hmm. 
God, I, I'm going to set this here with you. Uh-huh. And I'm going to leave this with you. Right. Because I can't bear that. Yeah. I, I don't know how. Mm-hmm. I'm not big enough, strong enough, uh, smart enough, and to, you know, whatever enough to handle that. So right. I, I'm going to need you to help me with yeah. this. And it's almost kind of a way of, of even the idea of kind of tapping out for a minute, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. For um, sure. You know how like it, it, when guys are fighting in, in MMA and stuff like that, they can tap out to stop the fight. Yeah. Sometimes in life, especially for people who are like high achievers or people who want to do a lot of things, mm-hmm. that those kind of feelings of being overwhelmed, it, it's okay to go to God sometimes and uh-huh. just... I'm not saying you just give up, but what I'm saying is you kind of tell God, hey, I need to tap out for a minute. I need to uh-huh. take a break. For sure. And I need you to, I need to take this burden off of me uh-huh. for a moment and hand it to you. Yeah. And that's just something that I have found kind of comforts me uh-huh. a little bit. Yeah. I'm not saying it, again, It. I'm not saying it fixes things automatically, yeah. but it just kind of helps me to know that when I'm dealing with things that, that he's there. Uh-huh. And he's alive forevermore. Right. And lives to make intercession for uh-huh. us as his children. Yeah. And, and we're not a burden to him. We're, we're a no. joy uh-huh. to him. And, and yeah. I think that that's what gives me hope. It's not uh-huh. just hope that one day. Right. You know, it's not just in the future after I, after I pass away one day. That hope, yeah. which that's right. there. Sure. But the, but the hope here and now. Uh-huh. Being in that hope while being among mm. the world. For sure. Living in that hope, that mm. living hope, while I'm living among for sure. the world. Yeah. And, and I think that's something that's vital for us to remember as believers. <clears throat> yeah. That as, that as he is alive and he's living in us, mm-hmm. that that's here and now. And I think it's, you know, important when you go to Christ, when you go to Jesus, to go, when it, when the Bible says to go boldly, you know, it's not like, oh, you know, I'm going to go to the king because, you know, it, there's nothing arrogant about it. There should never be anything arrogant about it. But just to go to him painfully, honestly. And, you know, there, there are some times that I just pray, I need you now. I need you now. I need the peace that doesn't make sense now. And just please, like it's it's those kind of prayers, those simple ones. And sometimes I don't even say it out loud, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's in those moments where, you know, it's like I don't feel like anything crazy right away. But sometimes it's just to help get through the next five minutes, you know. Like if there's a panicky moment or, you know. It's just in those moments of crying out to God, to our Abba Father, and and He helps. I mean, it's like, and and the thing that also helps that in those moments is that He hasn't let you down yet, and He won't. He won't. So that's why in those, you know, despair moments when you cry out to God, I just I'm like, you haven't let me down yet. You haven't, you know forsaken me yet <laughs> and you won't and you've always been there for me you've always taken care of me and it's in those moments that it's just very real and very honest and very transparent and i think that sometimes we get in our own way 
mm. when we are communicating with the Lord. You know, we try well, to. We're 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 afraid He won't accept kind of what we have to say, or right, or that He'll think that what we're, or He'll be like, "What? <laughs> like <laughs> this is brand new information." You know, He know He knows He knows everything. He knows our motives, our heart, and. And, and he loves, he, he loves you know, the, yeah. he loves when we, <clears throat> you know, the broken and contrite spirit, uh-huh. you know, he, he does not despise, he despise. does not despise, he no. accepts and he loves mm-hmm. us. Yeah. And then even more so added on to that is coming to him as those who are in Christ, uh-huh. we are received as he receives the son. Uh-huh. Yeah. So when we approach the thrones, we have the holiness of Christ. We right. have. So he doesn't see. He sees us as Christ, as, as his son. He accepts us He's as accepts, his accepts, only yeah. son. Mm-hmm. And and that's why we can go boldly. Yeah. Because of what Christ has done. Mm-hmm. And we get to live in his fulfillment of yes. everything. And so as we go to God, we have mm-hmm. that satisfaction right. from him and that love. Mm-hmm. And that's why he receives us. Because right. Christ removed everything that separated us mm-hmm. from God. The There's veil no, was torn. Yeah, torn. Completely torn. Yep. The veil was torn. The spirit now lives inside of us. Uh-huh. And so we are received in that way. And so we don't have to we don't have to be fearful in that way as if God will reject us. Right. Because God doesn't Christ, number one, never rejects anyone who comes to him, he doesn't reject. No. And the Father's the same way. If you go to him, uh-huh. he does not reject you. Right. And that's the other thing. I think we forget sometimes. I think mm-hmm. we as people have have a tendency to think, even though we know mm-hmm. that we're forgiven through Christ, we know that we're accepted in Christ, and we know that we've been made alive in Christ. Right. For some reason, because of the flesh and because of the fallen world, we think we still need to go earn our place with God. Sure, because it makes it it does make sense to us in a very human, instinctual way. Right. You know, it's like, well, that okay, but where's the catch? You know what I'm saying? Like, the, this the, can't just be free. This it wasn't. Can't. The catch was he put his only son to death on the right. cross. So it's so it's also fighting against, and and it's reminding yourself when you have those urges, like, okay, well, I have to earn this. It's like, no, no, nay, nay. You need to not do that. It's already been paid for. And and that that in and of itself is hard, especially for people that are people pleasers. You know, they they have to perform, they have to earn love and respect, and you know, because you don't think you deserve it, and right. we don't deserve it. But he paid it all. He paid it all for us. And so uh, again, it's just one of those things that we we should be comforted by the fact that any time we want to run to the Father. Uh-huh. That he is there ready to receive us. Yes. And, you know, and and not just, again, it's not even just the idea of getting saved. I think sometimes that we focus on that so much as if that's the end all be all. Uh-huh. But it's also, it's not just that point, but it's the entirety of our life in right. him. Mm-hmm. Um and that's just comforting. So I'll I'll kind of wrap it up with this real quick. Just a, a real quick reminder to us uh, that from Hebrews it says that speaking of Jesus, He is also able to save forever those who come to God through Him, since He always lives 
to make intercession for them. Uh-huh. That's from Hebrews 7, 25. So remember that Christ lives to make intercession, that Christ is alive forevermore. Uh-huh. And those who come to God through him, uh-huh. he is our advocate. Yes. And, and our righteousness. And he is... It's just amazing that we have the most amazing high priest and advocate uh-huh. that there could ever be. He, yeah. He's the priest who understands us and can intercede for us because he became one of us. Uh-huh. And now he lives forevermore so that we can live forevermore to God. Uh-huh. And that's just that's uh-huh. just awesome. Right. And that's way bigger than just thinking about Easter Sunday once a year. No, that's just, it, it is a moment-by-moment moment necessity. It is, I mean, it just is, you know. If you're alive in Christ, you're alive now mm-hmm. and every moment for eternity. Yes. And that's an awesome, hopeful thing to live in. That's an mm-hmm. awesome truth to live Yeah, to live by. So, mm-hmm. Well, fantastic. I think that's going to wrap up this episode. It went a lot longer than I thought we would go. No. I didn't realize. I may post-edit some of this stuff out. I may leave it in. Who knows? Hmm. We just started talking and uh, yep. got where we went. So with that, I'm going to kick up the exit music. Thanks for joining us. Uh, feel free to like and subscribe. You can go to GloverChat.com. Follow us uh, and get the podcast on all your favorite providers, Spod. Spotify, I almost said Spotacast. <laughs> I don't know what I was going to say. Spotify. It's a new streaming service. Apple Podcasts. <laughs> the, the Google one is now up. So yeah. wherever you get your podcasts, you can find us. Like, subscribe, share with all your friends on Facebook or whatever social media platform you, you're on. And uh, we'll catch you guys next time.